0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: What? What? Generic music that goes with the countdown. The generic music is glorious. I hate it. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, somebody needs to build me a custom countdown thing that doesn't have terrible-ass generic music, okay? Let's get that done pronto. Let's get
0: that done. <laughs> okay, so I got my side live two We good to go. Look, my side don't even know this. I'll just I was just playing us some fantastic ass tunes, some top tier ass tunes, some good little lo-fi hip hop stuff. And Jeff has played
1: Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah, but whatever. But yeah. also we both like making videos and when we got time for it, we connect. So we connected today. And so here we are. And so we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys and we're going to talk about how Vach, uh, definitely owes, uh, Micah Parsons an apology. I'd imagine by this time you've apologized to him 10,
0: 15, 20 times. Ooh. <laughs> I have not. I have. Okay, so look, Jeff, I kind of got this whole thing I want to talk about. So if you don't mind, you know, oh. I got all the little content for us to just oh. work down, And Micah's at the top of the list. Um, I'm not ready to apologize to Micah just yet, like all together. Oh. But I kind of do want to discuss with you why I'm not, though. I do want to apologize at how I reacted to us drafting him. Oh I definitely should have been a lot more sympathetic um to, to to drafting Micah in that way, but this is gonna segue into three other topics. We had no clue, Jeff. You know what I'm saying? And I think that goes a lot with the opt-out guys. We could touch on some of the opt-out guys, but we had no clue what little off-season program they was running. You know what I mean? We we didn't have the information. So when we was watching Penn State film on Micah, he wasn't this pass-rushing dude that he is now. He was a good blitzing little cat, but he wasn't this pass-rushing dude he is now. He wasn't this covering dude that he is now. He's like little, but he's 250 somehow, but he's strong somehow. He wasn't that dude when he was at Penn State. He was always an athlete. Um, so I'm not ready to apologize just yet, but Micah is great because we could have still got Rashawn Slate in jail. Code, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we oh, perfect. Bolton, go
1: ahead. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, that sounds like, uh, sounds like Vach is just afraid. Vach is the kind of guy who doesn't like to apologize. For what's happening. Actually Vach is dead balls on. We've talked about this too, where it's like, uh, Micah Parsons is better than we thought. Cause he's able to do things we didn't know he could do. Cause he never showed us. He could do them. Cause at Penn state, they didn't ask him to do it. I had no idea that dude could put his, hand in the dirt and go kick ass as a defensive end. I had no idea that he was Von Miller. And also, that's another thing that we got to talk about, Vach, is because I'm starting to feel like, look, if you want him to play snaps at linebacker, sure, that's fine. But if I got a dude that can be Von Miller, and instead I'm going to use him as Bobby Wagner, mm-hmm. I think you're doing it wrong. I think if he can be a terrorist rushing the passer, you're wasting your time if you're playing him off the ball. Let's go get the quarterback. Let's go get the quarterback. That's what I think.
0: So this is what I've been telling my people. And shout out to Jeff's people that's that's tuned in right now. Um, For once, the Cowboys are not behind the curve, okay? Um, And this is the example I've been using. So two years ago, Clemson came out with this dude named Isaiah Simmons, and he was this brand-new type of dude, and nobody knew how to use him. Then a year later, it's like five dudes in the next draft just like him. You know what I mean? But they was first to get him. We don't really have a reference point for what you do with a 250-pound dude that runs a 4-3 that can pass, rush, cover, and run, a hit. You know what I mean? We just don't know what. The, so when we're draft evaluating, we can't just say, oh, he's an off-ball linebacker. We can't respect him. But he runs faster than everybody else on your team. <laughs> he's your best cover linebacker right now. And the son bitch is your second best pass rusher, third best pass rusher right now. Or your best. Second to third or your best. I'm
1: just saying that's all yeah. I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm just saying I'm not saying it. I'm just saying
0: I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid, but let me let me offer you. Let me offer you this Jeff this year. We got to keep using him like we're using them right now because he's not just one thing. He's not just a solid technician in one thing he's just kind of a dude that we put in different spots every week i'm fine with him doing that but once he gets that offseason peanut butter and he gets bigger than he is now he gets strong he figures the game out a little bit more what the hell do we do with this dude moving forward do we let him be von miller or do we let him be bobby wagner um you can be like both but is that spreading too thin brother jeff what you think we do moving maybe forward? uh
1: Like I I think it's tons of fun for the Cowboys and appreciate all the super chats, by the way, get to you here in a second. Appreciate you guys. Um, It's, it's really fun that when you play Daniel Jones and you think that the quarterback might pull the ball and run that you can play him at linebacker to kind of keep an eye on that. And that if you think Saquon Barkley is the biggest threat that you put him uh, at linebacker to be able to meet that dude in the hole, like, it's fun having that sort of trump card. we're just not used to it sure I'm not I'm not used to a guy who has because I do I don't like von Miller obviously is very high praise sure. but if you can be that sort of player and in a different game, step back and play a totally different position because I think it helps me like dude that's that's incredibly valuable but I really think what I would want to do is this year go draft you another linebacker. And so let like let Jabril Cox cover running backs and mess with tight ends. You go fuck up the quarterback.
0: This is my problem with that though, brother Jeff. We can easily be like, because I had that same thought, right? I was like, Hey, let's just find some other dude that can run a hit and let that dude play DN full time. But, you're not going to find another 4-3 running linebacker. So you're losing something there, plus you lose something in coverage. Um, And, you know, coverage is is just as important for a linebacker as it is pass rushing or whatever, right? Uh, But then when it comes to to pass rushing, you just can't leave them at linebacker, just tell them to cover the whole time because – where are you damn 4-3 running 250 pound passwords? And he's stronger than I thought he was. You know what I mean? So it ain't like he's 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 getting banged around out there. It's just we're using the word linebacker and with linebacker we associate he's some little dude getting banged up around there. He's blitzing a gap and knocking the shit out of guards, brother Jeff. So we just ain't got a clear answer what to do with him right now. Go ahead. And and you know what? Maybe the answer is
1: he's special. Micah Parsons is special as shit. Yeah, and and maybe we are approaching an NFL world where uh, you don't have to define it. C.D. Lamb's taking handoffs out of the backfield. You know, mm-hmm. like maybe his job is I play defense and I will line up wherever I want to line up to break your shit on this particular day on each Sunday. Uh, I'm going to shout out some Super Chads, Votch, if you don't mind, if you don't mind. Uh, first of all, hello to everybody on Facebook, Damn. YouTube, and That's Twitch. What you know. what you know. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Well, I got my Facebook page that has 9.1,000 followers. Hey
0: everybody, I'm Vash Lombardi. In case y'all never heard of me before, V O C H L O M B A R D I on YouTube. I got pretty solid takes and I break down film. I right, go ahead, Jeff. My bad. Do you have a Facebook page? Mm-mm.
1: Okay, see, I'm trying to get all the streams, right? Mm-hmm. All of them. So I need 900 more followers on Facebook to hit the magic number. So if you're watching me on another outlet, but you have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. hit the damn follow button. And make sure you're subscribed to Votch. Votch is my best friend, and he's awesome at draft stuff and cowboy talk and film study and blah, 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 blah. All right, Super Chats. I like this name. Mike Fisher is my dope dealer. Hilarious. Digs exceeding expectations, spread love. Yes, and we'll we will that. spread love. Formula, always up in here, hooking me up on the pool fund. Tough game this week against pit, against the Pats. Dig snag another pick i've said no every week it's worked out great so no no way he gets another pick no way Come on. Come on. pool fund from matthew given the cap situation who should we expect to not be back in 2022 oh could you write that down box can you write that i'll write that down because so- we might need to we might need to get to that because i have a couple wild card names that might not be back in 2022
0: i got you. i got you. not coming back got you
1: rodney just said welcome back what's up rodney appreciate you love you love you um let me see Any we're super boo the uh anything for a bit sports cast. he likes to uh super chat mm-hmm. mostly i think to advertise his youtube page but i'm here for that scout cast is back love parsons as a swiss army knife but i'm looking for him to lie up on the edge and rush the patch a little more i hear you and i support you and human being 2022 draft position. We should consider beefing up. Appreciate you guys. Center. Iowa center, baby. We're going to get the Iowa center.
0: Um, I'm not opposed to any kind of growth, you know what I'm saying? But I just need Cowboy fans. As of, as of uh, 10, 12, 2021, I need Cowboy fans to stop acting like it's just a, a whole tree full of centers out there. You could just go find and be good and competent. It don't, it don't really work like that. Um, because y'all are mad at, at Tyler Biotis because he's getting whooped by Hargrave and, and Vita Vea and whoever else. Whatever center you go find, probably going to get whooped by them dudes too. So relax. relax. They say the Iowa center's badass. That's what they say. Uh, That's what they it's, say? It's too soon for me. Cowboys winning, so I don't. I don't know who the hell good right now, but it's just it's just way too early for me.
1: Uh, yeah, there are there are draft analysts out there. Some of them might suck, but there are people out there who are watching players right now. Sure, watch and I will. Uh, I don't know. I won't speak for you, but I will start watching in like late November, December. That's about with, where I'll start.
0: I'm enjoying this season, bro. Like if we go to Super Bowl, I ain't watch film until February. So I mean, <laughs> no rush. I mean, no rush. The damn draft is in April. It's at the end of April. We ain't, we ain't doing nothing now. I do remember starting when Dak got hurt though.
1: <laughs> when Dak got hurt, I was
0: like, all right, watching film. Knowing that, um, one quick non cowboy question. This is more of a scout cast question or whatever, but it is kind of on the whole Micah thing. Um, should we reevaluate how we look at opt-out dudes? I don't know how many dudes are opting out this year, but it seems like the opt-out dudes that I had any kind of concern about, um, whatever opt-out program they were doing, they got, like, real good. Like, Russo and Tryon and all them cats, like, they just kind of figured it out why they was not playing football. Um, so, in the future, I'd imagine it's going to be dudes that's not playing ball. Like, the Thibodeau kid might just say, I'm just going to stop playing ball right now to go work out. Should we put more respect on the I didn't play football guys? I think so. But I think you also just had to figure out like
1: where have they been and who have they been working with? Cause like some of the dudes that I've started to build relationships with, cause it's a great pipeline to get access to people is mm-hmm. the dude to run some of these, uh, training facilities like Exos and APEC and all those places. Sure. Uh Yeah. I mean, if you spend a calendar year there with coaches who know what the hell they're doing, like Mm -hmm. Rashawn Slater, he was working with Duke Mannyweather, who's on, who I interact with on Twitter all the time. We got in a Biotis fight, but then we made up, we're friends again. Uh, but like he worked with Terrence Steele and Tyler Biotish and like, so there's dudes out there that can help you with those skills to get you ready. Even if you're not on a football field, you just had to, as a team. And as your like, scouts have got to figure out like, who is this dude? Is this a dude that took a year off and ate snacks? Or is this a dude that took a year off and went to a facility where he was training his nuts off to get better at whatever's going to help him be good in the NFL? I think that's all it is. got to figure that out. Because for a minute, didn't it look like Jamar Chase was like, "Uh uh-oh, what happened? And then Panay Sewell, uh uh-oh. But now it turns out that, like, all of the opt-outs are balling. Yeah.
0: So, uh, I don't know. It's just something I wanted to run by you. I don't know how many people are going to opt out this year, but um, I just do think the conversation is is, uh, is uh, worth having. Back on Cowboys, Brother Jeff, let me ask you a question. So, or, or just rather, let me run this comment by you, and I just want your thoughts. I'm very heavy in these social media streets. I do a lot of fighting with these with these nonsensical people. And some, I noticed this new phenomenon, right? We're so good on offense. I think we're the best the league, and I've been saying it for a while. We're so good on offense that other fan bases think that our best players are getting locked down. Let me explain. So prior to Coop and Lamb doing their thing last last week or whatever, they think that, oh, well, they played, oh, the Eagles shut down Amari Cooper. Eagles, da-da-da, boom, 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 boom. When in real life, no, we just whooping your ass with wide receiver three, tight end one. RB one and RB two. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just so multiple. We can do so many things. And I think that's what separates us from a lot of the other top offenses that's in this conversation. We can run the ball whenever we want to. We can get busy with, with other tight end we want to. Cedric Wilson is busting your ass while, you know, lamb and cooping and them chilling. You know what I mean? What you think of that? Like, we're just so good. Other teams think that we're getting shut down somehow.
1: Okay. Let me ask an algorithm question for the people in the chat first. Um. Um, where would you rank the Cowboys offense? Number one. Just put the number. Number one. Uh, number one. Okay. So to me, this is the beauty of, I think this is the biggest difference. The biggest difference for me for the Cowboys this year compared to prior years is like Kellen Moore's been here before, yes. right? Dan Quinn has not been here before, but Kellen Moore has spread his wings all the way the hell out and he is absolutely in his bag, as they would say. And, uh, he and Dak vibe and Dak and his receivers and his tight ends. And maybe part of this is a product of winning, sure. but it's different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's different. Like it's not the, um, the high five half hug after a touchdown. Like we're getting full ass hugs. Yeah. Like there is so much love and unselfishness that's swirling. And I think that filters down from Dak yeah. that, and here's the Kellen Moore part: is they don't care. Like CD's on pace for 1,100 yards; it'll be the most, the quietest 1,100 yards ever, or like 1,180, I think. Yeah. And Coop is on pace for just under 1,100, and it'll be the quietest just under 1,100 ever, sure. because they don't care. Dak yeah. and Kellen are going to let you pick. It's it's do you want firing squad? Do you want guillotine? How would you like to die today? If you would like to play with two deep safeties, we're going to ram it down your throat. We got the line for it. We got 2 badass running backs. If you would like to play single high and try to take away the run, then I'm going to figure out who is the right guy to throw to on this play. And if Dalton Schultz leads my team in catches over half the games this year, so be it. I bet we whip your ass. Yeah, Like, they're just not – and maybe there will come games where if it's man coverage – it might be this week where the Patriots so far love to play man, love to play single high – and so maybe this is the week where Dak looks at CD or Coop and goes, you ready to go for 200? Yeah. But they're just not forcing anything. They don't care. And an offense that doesn't care is the best offense. However you want it, we can do it. Mm-hmm. As, uh, as Tupac said, Let me we could do this like gangsters and slug it out, or we could do this like punks and punk it out. Now, I don't even know what that part meant, but we can do it however you want to do it and you'll lose that's Tupac, what this offense is about
0: Tupac did a lot of did a lot of freestyle and he said he said many things that he uh that he, that he didn't mean so I feel what you're saying
1: hold uh, your strap on me you better kill me that's what he said <laughs>
0: Shouts out to Bone Thugs. Um, so this this is this is my whole thing, right? I watch all of the player press conference interviews, whatever, and you can tell going into the season that they didn't know it was gonna be like this. Like, they're like, hey, CD, what are you what, what are your goals for this year? And you could tell that CD man, I want to go for two thousand. I want to bust it, and you can tell that they thought this thing was gonna be something like it was gonna be last year. Like you can tell, they you want know, like like those big yardage things, right? But I was saying, like going into this year, I don't think we're gonna have Pro Bowlers on offense necessarily because it's gonna be so balanced, right? Um, like it was uh versus the Eagles or something. One one of these little teams. Coop had like two catches. And he, he, he was visibly somewhat pissed off, kind of, sort of. But Schultz caught a touchdown, but he ran over, celebrated with him anyway. You know what I mean? I just think that's different. And I like what you were saying. Um, it may not be a game-by-game game thing, but the end result is going to end up being, hey, we're going to get to 1,000 yards anyway. And I may get 30 yards this game, but I'm about to get 200 versus the Patriots. I'm about to get 200 versus the Cardinals. And it's just going to be spread out a little bit. I think that's just dominance. And that's why I think we're the best uh, Where the best, or the Cowboys are the best offense because I don't think the the Cardinals have that kind of diversity. You know what I mean? I don't think the Rams had that diversity. When the Rams couldn't run the football last week, they 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 looked a little different. You know what I mean? When you can lock down one dude on the outside versus the Patriots, that that one game versus the Rams, they looked a little different. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you can do that with Dallas. We we've been going what three weeks in a row where we've been featuring Cedric Wilson and Dalton Schultz in run game. All of a sudden one week, we're just going to switch and it's, it's going to be what? Uh, uh, Jarwin, Coop and whoever, you know what I'm saying? I just think we're just way too multiple right now.
1: Pick your poison. All right, let me rip through some super chats real quick. I appreciate Marcus Hughes. He wants to know, would you think about extending one of these safeties like Curse or Kazi or let it ride and figure it out in the off season? Oh, I got you. Is that in there? We're in there. All right, Marcus, hang tight, brother. We got you. Kobe, Says, uh, I say Gregory won't be back unless it's a friendly deal. Then move Micah across from D-Law. Yeah. I'm not trying to lose Randy Gregory. I'm not trying to have gone through all of this with him just to let him go when it's time to go. I'll be so mad. Yeah. Taj just said he appreciates the content. Love you, Taj. Appreciate you, brother. Mike Fisher is my dope dealer is back. Who the hell is in charge of these power rankings? Idiots. People don't know what the hell they're talking about. Don't worry about it. Eric and camp. I asked y'all Schultz first jar one as a starter. And that's been answered Is Schultz turned into a legit top five tight end or just lack of D attention. Uh, I don't know. Vot, are you a, are you a believer in like that? What you're seeing from Schultz is like real life, kick-ass tight end or appreciate you, Mac who said, keep up the good work, uh, like real life, badass tight end. Or is he product of system? Cause I lean more product of system.
0: We had a round table the other day. Shouts out to my guys or whatever. And, um, on the we round guys, table sir who
1: Wait. always on the round table so that people in my chat can go follow and subscribe to them
0: well it's only one round table like 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 some of these other guys have like circular tables but the round table is me for king law nation and okoye media Shout out to my guys um and i was making a point that i think um you know we've been doing a doing a good job drafting and it's not like these guys are like first round pick tj Hawkinson guys it's like you know the guys that you like in your offense are guys that you found day three so when you look at Dalton Schultz I look at a guy like like Sean McKinnon or whatever like he's a good blocker in college but he develops into a pass catcher that's what Dalton Schultz is so as productive as Schultz is now I think you can replicate that by just finding a new dude because if it wasn't going to be Schultz it was going to be Jarwin if it's not going to be Jarwin it was going to be some dude in this offense that can block and catch passes you know what I mean so I'm I love Schultz and what he's doing. He's doing great things, but I don't think he's some irreplaceable guy in his offense. He ain't killing nothing. Yeah, I think that's kind of how I feel. Is
1: that I didn't know if it was going to be Jarwin or Schultz, and I think it turned out that it didn't matter. That they're both solid, and I think Dak and Schultz kind of vibe. And Schultz seems like he's doing a better job than Jarwin of getting open this year. And he'll try to block. He can't block, but he'll try to block. Um, So he's one of those dudes that if if it happened in the middle of the year, we're both. The team and the tight end were like, hey, look, I know I'm about to have like eight, nine thousand yards. But as a player, I know that I'm not actually a thousand yard player. But, man, I like playing with Dak and playing with y'all. Can I get like five million a year? And they'd be like, sure. And then you knock that out.
0: Take less money. CJ Mosley. Linebacker with uh with the uh, Jets right now probably should have just took less money and stayed with Baltimore but he took that bag and he went with the Jets he's been he's been miserable ever since uh, I don't I'm not gonna tell players what to do with their money but that's a very similar situation shouts out to my guy landlord drop five in super chat he says uh drank the Kool Aid everybody we have been conditioned to doubt what we see Jason Garrett ain't here no more we are free indubitably um how I look at it is take a look at the 2016 season but take Dak and make him elite. And take that wide receiver core and make it better, and take that defense and give it some turnovers, and just imagine what can happen with that, my guys. So just, I feel you on that. Shout out to ties Drop Five and Super Chat. Mess with y'all uh, heavy, fellas. Appreciate you. Anything for a bit sports, and y'all go follow them. And click their page and all that. Um, at least I drop a nickel every time I try to plug uh my show. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the way.
1: That is the way.
0: I appreciate you. Drop five to super chat. Uh GB drop five and says uh pizza fund. Indubitably, we're gonna go to Grimaldi's. Uh Ooh. is uh, that because we got a little fun and we fancy now. now. <laughs> fancy now, Jeff. Quincy Sands dropped the uh drop the dudes in super chat. Says what Collins Connors. <sighs> I got that question for you later. Uh, but appreciate you, though, Quince. We're going to ask you a question. And a low drop five, it says, uh, how do you see Dan Quinn attacking uh, Mac Jones and the Patriots' offense? I don't think that's going to be much of a conversation. I think it's more so what we're going to do with those guys on defense. I don't think Mac Jones is going to give you. I mean, look at what we did versus these other quarterbacks we got. Mac Mac, Mac should be fine. Um, and then we got White Knight flee drop five. It says, uh, would you keep still attacking? Like, uh, we'll talk about all that in a minute. Um, oh, he said, Dan, he said, putting everybody on
1: hold. We're gonna talk about hold. Well, tell me if we're gonna talk about these two things because here is a DM in the super chat. He says, Love you. you. This one's for you and Vach. If y'all were GM at the Cowboys, how would you handle the Gallup situation when he returns and for next year when he's a free That's agent? Good. Love you too, Vach.
0: I got you. Send me ten dollars, Jeff. I got you. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I'll send that. I'll shoot that. up in both of you. That uh, cash up yep. that uh, Marcus. How concerned are you with the snap issues and do you see changes now or just drafting a player?
0: You got center on the checklist. Um no, we just going we're just gonna draft him the offseason. Don't worry about okay,
1: that. Okay, well I would put one of the I would see if I'm putting Connor McGovern in there. Well, I God, you're going so good. That's the hard part. Sure. And and you're going so good, deep. but I like I want to put Connor McGovern in there because I just think he's he's stronger in the butt and he's not going to get whooped as bad in pass protection. But apparently he struggles to snap, step, and block. But he did it at Penn State. I just Biadish is not awful, but he's also not good. And I've seen McGovern play guard better than Biotis is playing center. So could he play center better than he's playing center? I don't know, but
0: I'm interested. His his sophomore year, Connor McGovern played guard for fourteen games, so he can do it. But that system is a little bit different. If you watch the film this week, Jeff of uh, the Giants game, I just broke this down on my channel. There's a video on Vachel Lombardi V O C H L O M V A R D I. We did a lot of movement this week, so the offensive lineman we we did a bunch of pulling, a bunch of second level, a bunch of screening, a lot of getting outside, um, uh, because the Giants can't run and our running backs can run, so we did a lot of movement based things. And I think if you can't, which is probably why Connor weeds has has had a job this whole time if, if you're an offensive lineman and you and you can't move like you kind of limiting us a little bit so um you know like I don't, I don't I don't think it's a problem right now because we're running the football how we want to we've been averaging what 200 yards a game for the past three or three or four weeks or whatever so it's not yeah. an emergency it's just that if, if you want to get better in the offseason you can I just don't think it's a right now problem
1: yeah oh Brandon Markley my boy Pookie. That's my boy Pookie in the chat so Giggs so- reminds me of prime time Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl by the way. Yep, yep, yep. Pookie's Pookie's my buddy who um when we used to do uh, fantasy drafts years ago, he would draft like Witten in the first round, Romo in the second, uh Billy Cundiff in the third or whoever the kicker was at the time, maybe Dan Bailey. Uh so shout out to him. All right, what's next on the run sheet? Where are we going?
0: Pookie knows how to have a little fun. We're going to have a game here, Jeff. Got got a little game. You like to do games on the radio. We're going to have a little bit of this right here on ScoutCast. It ain't really a game. It's just more so just, you know, just a list of things i got for you, Jeff. Um, This player is playing so well, does it get weird when this player comes back? I just kind of, you know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what's going to happen when these folks get back. You ready, brother Jeff? Let's do it. I'm
1: ready. I'm ready.
0: (sighs) Boy, oh, so dig Damn.
1: Neville Gallimore is going to watch when he comes back, or he's going to learn how to play the one technique because Osa has played too well. Neville Gallimore does not have a starting job anymore. It is Osa's job, and Neville will have to get in where he fits in.
0: This is my problem with that, brother Jeff. First of all, Oso Digizua has been incredible. And the, and the incredible part about it is that he's moving grown men around, and he ain't even in his off-season body. Like, he ain't done man-body peanut butter things yet. Peanut so, butter, yeah, the peanut butter, yeah. Oh, so that's interesting. But to be fair, though, Brother Jeff, we don't know what the hell Neville and Tristan are. And I know, got hurt. I know you don't. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. You don't want to hear that. And we do got to rotate, guys, and we do. You know, Neville can't play 65 snaps a game. That just ain't realistic. And I don't want – Um, for Neville to play one tech because he doesn't fit there. Like we got enough big guys to do big guy things. Um, I just think the only thing that makes this weird is that we don't know how much better Neville and Tristan got. Um, And we don't know what the Dan Quinn effect can be on those guys. I I, I think that's a real thing. The Dan Quinn playing for Mike Nolan makes you terrible. I can make the Pro Bowl playing for Dan Quinn. I think there's something to that. And I don't want for Neville to be amazing and we traded his ass to another team, we could have had two amazing three-ticks, but now we only got one because we didn't want to see what he could do.
1: Yeah, and Gallimore had a good camp. I just think there's um, – I guess for me, the levels to this is if I have a player who goes in and plays better than the person he is filling in for has ever played in the
0: NFL, then that's my new starter. It's only been one year for him, though, Jeff. And, 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 and to be fair to, to Osa, that's what makes this weird normally D tackles don't come out year one unless they like first round pick type guys right they don't come out year one making noise so we didn't see tristan or neville make this kind of noise year one that's what makes it different but tristan's a year three guy and neville is a year two guy i think it's still worth looking at though tristan's
1: not any good uh tristan's never gonna play on this team i mean maybe he'll get active and maybe he'll get on the field tristan's just not any good uh, and Gallimore is not as good as Osa. So either we're gonna have to play with two, three techniques, or he's gonna have to play like 30 or 40% of the snaps. The end. Jeff, you impatient.
0: Um, Chauncey Golston, Boy, that's impressive. Does he make things weird when Doris Armstrong comes back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that what
1: I'm glad about. Cause that was a guy that I, I liked at uh, at Iowa. He actually surprised me. He looks a little bit more twitchy, bursty which because at Iowa, they just make you hold on to people and then throw them around and go tackle running backs. But I liked Golston as a college player, and I thought he was going to have like a 10-year NFL career. He's been even better with no camp. Like that dude didn't get to wear pads until three weeks ago. He put on pads, and they're like, you ready to go? And he's like, sure. And they're like, here's the NFL. And he was like, cool. And he's playing well. So I think Golston, you go Tank, Gregory, and then between Golston and Basham and Dorrance, like that's a dogfight. Golston's not in the back of that line. That's a dogfight for snaps.
0: So, I don't want to ride this coaching staff too, too heavy because we've been saying positive things about him this whole time. But I do think it's something, too, um, how we evaluate, evaluated these guys in college and what they're doing now. Because Osa, when I was watching Osa, he was, you know, stout, run game, I'm um, two 280 playing one tech for some reason kind of guy. But he was a developmental pass rushy dude. But now he seems like a super quick, Good with my hands, pass rush he got to plays DN sometimes. Um, the same thing with Chauncey. Chauncey in my mind was just a run stop he got, but he's giving you some pass rush pressures as well. I I think it's it's um go back to that Dan Quinn coaching effect thing. And um, I don't want to say his name wrong, but cat from England. So I'm just gonna call him Cat from England. I think dirty salute. (laughs) So I I think they've been doing some good things with uh with these young guys, man. Did you have anything else for uh for Chauncey before I moved on?
1: Uh no, I'm gonna pop in a super real quick. Where Paul's trying to throw in, would you extend Digs next season to avoid the whole Dak 2.0 situation?
0: Paul, you got to wait until after
1: next year to extend Digs. You got to let dudes play three years before you're allowed to do an extension.
0: That is so hilarious, bro. Like people, like people hit me up a couple of weeks ago. Like, Vach when's the earliest weekend I'm like, we drafted him last year. <laughs> <laughs> after it's year three, last year. <laughs> like come after on. After year three,
1: sorry, you have to get another uh, year after this one of cheap labor. Sorry, Pat Mahomes
0: didn't even get paid that fast, so just. Mm-hmm. Relax. Um I think we can get into draft philosophy things with this, you know, with this or here, little brother Jeff. Um boy, Cedric Wilson. Are you making things weird for when Gallup comes back?
1: There you go. That was the super chat from my guy DM. Appreciate you, homie. Um, when Cedric comes back, it is my opinion that Cedric mostly watches Michael Gallup play football. Ah. Uh, I think that Cedric has done his job, and he's done it well and probably exceeded some people's expectations. Uh, But I don't think he's done anything that makes you go, oh, he's good or better than Michael Gallup. I think when Gallup gets back, it's Gallup's job, but Cedric will play. He just won't play as much as the other three.
0: Does he run routes and catch better than Michael Gallup? Jeff?
1: He might have more natural hands. He's probably more fluid route runner. They're different, you know. I think he's probably niftier, and Gallup's probably stronger, better physical battler with corners. Um, I think at that one, it's just a blessing because yeah. you got you just have more. You have more like when Gallup goes off, if Amari Cooper goes off, if Ceedee Lamb goes off, you got you go four deep. And Noah Brown, when he plays, has done his job too. But I think Cedric's probably a better receiver. Receiver, mm-hmm. um, it's a nice luxury. It's a nice, somewhat surprise. But man, Gallup's been a thousand yard receiver. Gallup's been your bomb down the field guy. Gallup, Gallup's playing.
0: Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, and just like we talked, uh, we touched on earlier with the whole Dalton Schultz thing. Um, Gallup's a third round dude. Cedric's like a six round guy, something like that. You can find third receivers when you got a Cooper and a Lamb. So, like, do you bring back? I, I like Gallup. I'm not saying he's a he's a he's our third number one guy. I'm not saying that because there's some Cowboy fans that that will say that though. Um, but do you pay Gallup and bring him back, even if it's you know whatever, whatever? No, I don't think so. Yeah,
1: And I like Gallup. I mean, I think uh, that's another one where I think he and Dak are really close, like personally. So if the Cowboys and Gallup and Dak talks them into it and they do something sweetheart deal and the injury maybe helps the Cowboys because now he can't put up a 1,000-yard season, maybe. But I just don't think you can tie up. If you sign Gallup, I think you trade Amari Cooper.
0: Sure.
1: And to me, I would rather have Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb than Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb. So I'm going to let Cooper go, or not Cooper, I'm going to let Gallup go. I'm going to hope he gets all the money. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a little third-round comp pick, and I'll figure out who's playing his spot, and maybe Cedric wants to come back on the cheap and play.
0: Uh, But we'll figure it out. Sure, 100%. Um, Boy, damn, J. Ron Kirst. Are you going to make things weird for Donovan Wilson when he comes back? Yep. And what makes this one even
1: more weird mm-hmm. is your defensive coordinator loves him.
0: Mm-hmm. He brought him in. He's the guy who brought in J Ron curse. I and, thought uh, J Ron curse was terrible when he got here. Uh, just watching the, the lions and an old Vikings film and even his old college film or whatever. I'm like, his college tape was the first guy I think I've ever written where I was like, I don't
1: think he wants to be here. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was a terrible prospect. And now he is like the exact opposite of what my college notes said. Like, He's a, you want me to play special teams? What do you want me to do? You want me to th- just drop my head and blow somebody up? And like he's nothing like what my college evaluation was of him. But he's like the only guy on the team that plays every snap. Last week, I don't know the total number of defensive snaps they played, but I bet it was 68 because he played 68. And the next highest was 63, which I think was Parsons. Jaron Ron Curse plays every snap. Because so, he,
0: because he's the Michael Parsons of the secondary. He plays. Yeah. He plays nickel. He plays strong. He plays deep. Yeah.
1: So when Wilson comes back, like they'll figure it out because they're using safeties to play linebacker too. So like Curse can play some snaps at linebacker. Wilson can play some snaps at linebacker. he'll play. But shit, I mean KZ plays almost 100 percent of the snaps. So does Curse. Hooker this week played 33 snaps. You bring Wilson back, like it's
0: yeah, it's gonna get weird. It's gonna get a little awkward. Um, I think the answer is clear because you can obviously play both of them. We saw some things in the um in the um preseason or whatever camp things to where curse was big nickel guy, um uh, to where Donovan and whoever was at free would be deep, and then Curse would just be the down wandery guy. So, brother Jeff, part two, follow up on that. If that ends up being the case, does things get weird for Jay Lou playing nickel?
1: No. You're saying maybe they play a safety in that spot? I'm saying
0: if Donovan is deep strong or just whatever, you right. know, KZ is deep free. And we play curse at big nickel. Cause that's what you've been doing. If curse is big nickel guy, he covered nickel people. He steps in two more times. No,
1: a big nickel is that he's taking a linebacker off the field. Like you're taking LVE out and putting curse in.
0: I got reps of curse, uh, covering slide receivers, covering tight ends and playing linebacker. He does. So what I'm saying is, and look, this ain't full time, right? It's just that, you know, we can switch our packages or whatever, but does he eventually take reps from Jay Lou playing more in that nickel spot?
1: Um, I'm going to, I guess that's matchup dependent. Cause I just, I can't imagine where you would want J Ron curse for as good as he's been. Sure, I couldn't imagine a scenario where you want him actually covering slot receivers. Cause what is this? I don't know this team off the top of my head, but I would imagine the Cowboys are playing about 50, 50 zone versus man. Uh, and I can't imagine that you want J. Ron Curse playing a bunch of man coverage on slot receivers.
0: It depends, right? Um, If, you know, if you go by the traditional idea of, of what that like if it's an A-B slot receiver, right? Like we're playing um the the Bucks or something and, and you know, Browns out there, you know, maybe, you know, maybe no. But if you're playing against one of these teams that put tight ends at the slot or you just got one of these big slot dudes, then yeah.
1: I, I can see Curse being that guy. If you got Evan Ingram out there or yeah, you got yeah, yeah, the yeah, Eagles with one of their tight ends out there, then it makes sense. Eat him up. Eat him up.
0: Um, I hate this question. It makes me sick, makes my ass itch, but I got to ask it because it's just part of the package or whatever. I disagree, but whatever. Terrence Steele been playing cool or whatever. What happens with Laya right, cool?
1: Well, what happens when Lyle Collins is ready to play is Terrence Steele takes his ass back to the sideline and watches Lyle Collins play now. The good news is that you now have a capable, it appears, backup offensive tackle. Most teams don't. Mm-hmm. So what happens with Lyle Collins back is you get down on your knees before bed. You yeah. say your grace and pray to whatever it is that you pray to. And you be thankful to have seven useful offensive linemen. Most teams in the league don't have that. You'd be grateful. But Terrence Steele is not taking Lyle Collins' job. Is not
0: taking Lyle Collins' job. Here's a more nuanced cowboy conversation. What do you do with Ty and Seki's roster spot at that point?
1: No, I mean, I don't care what you is there anybody else you want to put on the roster? I don't need Ty and Seki for anything. You I don't know. know, just
0: just anybody you may want to pull from the from the you know I man. Because in my mind I think, think Jalen got cut because we just had too much depth that we just couldn't get rid of. Like, I just think that D line room is so thick. And the O-line room was so thick, you just couldn't, in your in your good conscience, cut those dudes when guys are coming back and Jalen's not giving you much. In my mind, that's that's what that well, is. Well, look with
1: – I mean, even with Jalen
0: gone, I think
1: a lot of people thought that meant that Jabril Cox would play, and I think a lot of people saw Jabril Cox knock Daniel Jones out of the football game. Yeah. But you go, look, he played four defensive snaps. Yeah. Even without Jalen, yeah. it's still not Jabril Cox playing. It's Jaron Curse and Malik Hooker. Yeah. They're, they want – Dan Quinn wants to be fast. Yeah. Jalen Smith was slow. Yeah. So now you're faster. Fair enough. A couple, um, a couple of super chats. Let me hear real quick. Mike Fisher's my dope dealer. Give McCarthy his flowers. And I also got one from Kilgore who said, why is Mike, Mike McCarthy getting so disrespected? What is he doing wrong? I agree with you guys. I'm not one of the people that's killing uh, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy and I got no problems. I like what he's doing. Be hands off. Hire good people uh whatever it is you're doing in terms of laying out the practice whatever it is you're doing in terms of the speeches i believe that he knows the numbers i believe he knows the strategy game me and mike mccarthy we got no
0: problems i like what he's doing culture wise because the team seems to like each other and if you got a good culture thing then you basically have done your job as head coach my big issue is at the end of the day when we win the super bowl in february he's gonna get all the credit when in real life kellen and dan quinn drove this damn ship and that's gonna that, that's gonna upset me i don't have a big problem with with mike mccarthy but this thing is elite not because of him but it's because of kellen and dan
1: but that's my- i don't think mike will get all the crap i mean i guess maybe it's just that i'm jaded by the radio show that i do but i work with two people who think mike mccarthy is awful and does nothing and i think that influences a lot of people so I think that Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore are going to get a ton of credit for this thing. And Mike McCarthy's going to be up there and they're going to be partying with the trophy and McCarthy's going to be there. Like, can I touch it? And everybody's be like, get the hell away. You didn't do shit. And I'll be like, hold on now. He is the head coach. He did something.
0: In real life, uh, his only job is to blow the horn, set up practice schedules, and to have an analytic sheet on the sideline saying whether he should go for it or not. That's his only job. I, jo- I could be a head coach if that's the case. Let me go ahead and go somewhere. Go ahead. Eric said, how y'all feel about
1: Anthony Brown? I wanted to push him off a cliff for a while. He's proved me wrong the past two weeks. Love y'all's work. I agree with you, Eric. I think he's had a pretty good
0: three weeks. All right, let's and, go. Uh, right here. I got it right here. Um, I don't want to be, you know, prisoner of the last play of the game moment or whatever, but yeah. Has Anthony Brown done enough for that when Bossman Fat comes back, that it's not a competition? Yeah, Bossman never,
1: like, Boss never had that job. Bossman has to make that even a competition because Bossman and – like they – don't get me wrong. They said it was a competition, and it was that way through camp. Mm-hmm. Like he never took a job from Anthony Brown. He never made it to the season. Now he hadn't practiced in two months. Uh, I don't see how Bossman Fat takes that job this season at all because it's just – it's so much ground to make up unless you get some really big struggles from Anthony Brown. I think Anthony Brown's playing this year.
0: It can happen though. It can happen real fast with Anthony Brown, bro. That's true. It can happen. Play the um, Bucks Again, ask him to cover Antonio Brown again. No, nah, we, we, we did do that. Um, a low, we talked to a low, uh, why my flea drop five. It says, uh, would you keep still tagging the tag, kick? Uh, no, we would not, but I appreciate you though. Why not flee? Uh, brother Naeem dropped the dub in the super chat says, Thanks for the content, fellas. I can't wait to go to another Super Bowl parade. I will be in Dallas the day after we win that. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The 90s were epic. I was born in '92. Let's go, Cowboys time. Time to black and white video. The Patriots offensive line. Cue the sad piano music. That's more so something that's on my channel that my people understand. But thanks for just Jeff, people that's listening. Appreciate you, brother, man. Mike Fish is my dope deal. First time seeing you. Thanks for coming over here, man. Appreciate you. What kind of forever? All that. This is my um, dope do you see this defense improving as the season goes on? Too many big plays. I'm gonna talk about that in a second. Let me write. The, I'm, hold on and cowboy fan talk drop five and super chat appreciate you sir uh y'all go in and check it shine loud he drop five he says appreciate you brothers love y'all work my question is will boss man F- will boss man fat get a shot with his healthy or a b uh keep him on the bench uh watching we just addressed your question so there you go appreciate you i want to go back to um mike fisher's dope dealer Oh, okay. Pardon me. Pardon me. That's 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 two different things. Mike Fish is my dope dealer, and Mike Fish is dope dealer. It's two different things. Mike yes. Fish is my dope dealer. My bad. I want to go back to him. He says, um, or she, whatever. Uh, do you think the defense is improving as the as the season goes along? Too many big plays. Um, I don't think we're never going to be in a game where we don't give up big plays. Um, I just think that's just what the league is. The league is so easy to manufacture plays. You know, it's it's so many yak guys, is rub routes. There's so many. It's so many ways to get open and have big plays. What you want is like not five big plays at the end of the game. You know what I'm saying? So you can be a Giants fan, and you can look at Kadarius Tony and be like, oh, Kadarius Tony did great things. He made big plays, the game. but they only scored 20 points. You know what I'm saying? Uh, while we're scoring 40-something. So we just got to be true to our formula or whatever. This ain't the 2001 Ravens. This is the 2010 Saints. You know what I'm saying? We are to score points, get turnovers, and not die slow, horrible deaths. We good. and And we're going to get healthy. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, I agree. I think that they, um, I think
1: one, this personnel, like man for man, is still not a good or obviously not great or even probably a good defense, but they're making it work, and I think they're making it work because they've chosen this life, and this life is being aggressive, taking chances. Trayvon Diggs is going to take chances. Yeah. Uh, so far this year, he's let up no touchdowns to his six picks, but yeah. like he will because yeah. he takes chances. Yeah. Um, th- it's what they're going to do. But uh, so now, and some of these numbers are skewed too because they've been beaten. Uh, unlike last year when Dak was on pace to throw for 7,000 yards because he, he kept having to bring him back, yeah. this time it's you that's whooping everybody's ass. Yeah. And so in the fourth quarter, you're in prevent watching them throw for 150 yards in a quarter, and who cares? Yeah. Cowboys don't. They're just ending the game. They ain't worried about it. Uh, so like, I think this defense can be okay plus opportunistic and when you add those two together that can be good
0: yeah yeah i mean i agree um as long as you know we're getting the turnovers or whatever right because right this is this is what happens right they you know so, you know people watch the big letter networks or whatever and they they may hear oh well but the cowboys gave up the most passing they're giving up the most passing yards if if we're winning and the other team can't run because we going so crazy you know with our own points. If we're putting pressure on you to score, then that's part of our thing. And if we get turnovers because of that, if we get interceptions and you're playing outside of your offense and doing things you don't want to do because of that, fine. Fine. We're we're only here for the total product. We're not here for the numbers and the stats. We just want we just want the Ws in the ring. You know what I mean? So Agreed.
1: Jaime jumping in here. He said it seems to me Parsons is most valuable as a pass rusher that being why he has taken off the ball snaps. I feel like he kind of disappears when he's a linebacker. He's still making plays at linebacker, you just don't notice it as much when it's not fucking up the quarterback. Yeah. Uh like last game and it's a pro football focused stat, but it's uh he had five stops, which is tackles that are a loss for the offense. Like the offense is like, "Oh crap, we wish we could have that playback." So he's still making an impact. But I agree, if you can get me 6 to 8 pressures a game and a sack every game, that's more important than playing linebacker and I appreciate uh Gino in the super chat. With the 10, he said, if we don't plan on re-signing Gallup, do you see the Cowboys maybe trading him for another cornerback? You could trade player for player. I'd rather just try to win the Super Bowl with him and then let him walk and take that
0: comp pick and move on down the road. There's no need to get rid of people like right now. <laughs> like, like no, let's like, go win the Super Bowl. Then they can like, walk. Starters, like good players, like right now. Like if I just yeah. want to trade Leo Collins for a corner. But no, no. We're, we're, I, I think the guys that we're going to win with are the guys that we got right now. Like the dudes that's playing right this second then the dudes that we're going to line up with. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just is what it is. Um, is Diggs a lockdown corner, Jeff? I just want to ask you that before I move on. No, I agree. I, I, I don't think he's a lockdown corner, but he he is getting getting all the picks. He is doing some he's, ungodly shit uh, in terms of ball skills when the football is in the air, though.
1: Right. Like, he is not down in and down out going to shut down. Like, he can't cover Kadarius Tony. He can't do it. Um, he can't do it. But he's just so freaking big, long, and his top-end speed is great, and he can judge a ball, and he'll never drop a ball, that if you try him enough, you're throwing a pick. So it's yeah. like... People can get open on Trayvon Diggs, but if you try him enough, unless your quarterback is making perfect throws, you're going to throw a pick.
0: Would you trade Michael Gallup to get Byron Jones back? Mm. How, how dope would this shit be if we had Byron and Diggs, bro? That'd be great. One dude you can't throw at because he, he covers well, and one dude you can't throw at because he takes the ball away. I
1: think Byron would be real busy. I think Byron would end up being real busy, and I'm fine with that.
0: Oh, man, Byron uh, – uh, I just hate that he's not on our team. But Byron still got the best, uh, the best uh, bat the ball down celebration of all time. Because you know I'm gun guy and I'm weapon guy. Every time you bat, he'll go this, and he'll just holster. Yeah, holster it. I love holstering the strap because it's so gangster. <laughs> and Byron didn't even like that. Byron gonna run for president one day, you know what I'm saying? But I just think that's the coldest shit in the world. And I think Byron would be would Byron fit in this um in this defense? This defense seems to be a lot more rude and gangster these days. You know, you, you know, curse and Casey. well, you can have. You know, you can have nice dudes with the, with the gangsters. You
1: know, you can have that balance. Like, Byron would be the dude that drives yeah. when you go out of town, you yeah. you know, because he doesn't have warrants or anything. Like, he could be that guy. He could hang out with everybody. J-Ron could be fucking people up, and Byron could be walking over to him like, nice hit, remember, keep it within the rules, nothing after the whistle.
0: Byron Jones is the lookout guy and the designated driver. I love it. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Shout out Uh-oh. to
1: Kilgore in the super chat, more or less confident with the Pats game versus the Panthers game.
0: Shout out to the, the pass, bro. Come on, man.
1: Yeah, and I was also saying we're going to beat the shit out of the Panthers. So I guess technically I was more confident about the Panther game, but you're fine either way. Uh, Samuel, on the NFL Total Access interview with Diggs today, if you're McCarthy, would you ever allow Diggs to play wide receiver to prove himself? Hell no. Hell, hell, no. Hell, no. Diggs is not playing receiver. Diggs is a corner. Okay, look. Diggs couldn't play receiver at alabama don't make me talk shit about a player that i love he couldn't play receiver at alabama and you don't just throw him into an nfl game because he's catching the ball on defense no i'm not saying, getting my not dude good, hurt yeah. my, music, jeff. Cut, cut my cut. 15 interception corner is not gonna pull a hammy running a post corner route for no damn reason
0: jeff you you, you were supposed to cut the music on before. oh you-
1: which one is it tell me if this is right the damn
0: is Play
1: it, jeff. Play it. is that it okay listen now no my kick-ass corner's not gonna be out here running routes you gonna have me run a slant route with the defensive player of the year getting cussed for no damn reason
0: no no i agree man and, and you just you just said it very poignantly jeff like if you if you can't make the team playing wide receiver in alabama why would you how would you do it with the cowboys fair enough um and he's a he's a pro bowl corner like right now like Let's not mess up good things, you know. I mean, let's let's have good things. Um, I got some supers and we're gonna wrap this thing up, brother Jeff. Airborne bullies. Thank you for your service. Sorry, he says uh digs is legitimate ball hawk. I do think he is a ball hawk, though. He may not be lockdown guy, but if he recognizes your route, so you're not supposed to look at the quarterback while while you're in man coverage. But Digs do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, which is weird. You know what I mean? Um yep. and, and he if if he identifies your route, he finds a quarterback. And if he can follow your quarterback for five steps and knowing where you're going, it's a wrap for you, dog. That's probably why he's he's baiting people now. He's making you think that you're open, and then bursting at the end to get the, like good luck to you. Um, Keith M says this team is elite because of K M. Okay, uh, Kellen Moore DQ and Will McClay sure we had a fantastic draft um mac flores dropped a diamond. the super chat says from jeff thank you jeff um and, hey, and what did i do i'm assuming this was the person that dropped the 20 and said Get 10. oh so, okay so, give me 10 so, but jeff you, you but, but now you gotta give me five <laughs> okay so now you got 10 i got 20 which means that you and i give you five okay Give me five fine now. Uh, appreciate you, uh, uh, Mac. And then Antoine fair drop five. It says, Gavin and Brian do influence the sheep of cowboy nation. Respectfully. Yeah. We mm. like, you know, we love everybody. This is,
1: scout cast. This is just, this, this is a scout cast player. This is, we are like, influencing here. Like, okay, here's Nick, Nick, Nick hates you. He said the Mike McCarthy hates ridiculous Botch That includes you. He said, chill out or he's going to punch you in the face. Uh, Look, I put my Er pity up. Go ahead. But Eric Eric could have signed Byron over Jalen. Shaking my head, that would have been a much better idea. Right. Uh, Mike Fisher is my dope dealer. I don't see Dan Quinn leaving after this year. I can't see how he would not want to stay and form a great defense and build up a great resume. So, Kobe, so oh, Jeff, what? Jeff, what? You know. don't they think Steel playing good until they see Collins come back and whoop an ass. That is correct, Kobe. That is going to happen. Yes, sir.
0: So, so Jeff, don't you think there's something to Dan Quinn having success as a D.C. that'll make him not want to go right back to head coach? And don't you think that there's something in Kellen that only wants to focus on offense and not be an overall structure control guy that'll make him still Want to be an OC and not want to be a fucking head coach in Vegas somewhere?
1: And I think I think a lot of people want to be a head coach, right? And yeah. um, I think Kellen Moore will be a head coach at some point. But my prediction for next year's coaching staff is that Dan Quinn is going to be your defensive coordinator, Kellen Moore is going to be your offensive coordinator, and Mike McCarthy is going to be your head coach. Like we're gonna we're gonna talk ourselves into how you're going to lose all your coordinators, and we're going to forget that Dan Quinn was a head coach not long ago and it didn't really work. So if there's hot names out there, are people going to pick Dan Quinn over the hot names? I don't know. And with Kellen Moore, I think not only is he going to be in a bucket with five or six other young offensive minds that people are going to want to interview, but I really think Jerry's just going to JG it again. Like Jerry's going to be like, yeah, fine. You're a six million dollar coordinator. I promise you're next. And Kellen's going to say, "Oh, okay. I like it here. I'm having a great time. Uh, I think you're going to keep them all. I really do.
0: I think um, just if anything could give you just a just a little beacon of of of, of hope about that is Kellen was offered head coaching jobs, and I, and he and he went to the Eagles, and it just ain't it just ain't working out for him. You know what I'm saying? And then also too, like if like think about what you would do. Like, would you leave? Dak Prescott, this thing that we're doing, this offense to go elsewhere, to go to the Jags because Vegas or Jacksonville or like if you if you win three Super Bowls here and then leave, do your thing. Get your money. Go be a head coach at Boys in somewhere. You just won three Super Bowls with the Cowboys. Do your thing. But this but this thing is too hot right now to be leaving. Um, just another example. If 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 you're talking about DC's, look at Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles goes to be a head coach loses a, a a shit ton of games, goes to be a DC in Tampa Bay and wins the Super Bowl. Like sometimes just know where you're at, man. Know where your feet at. Do what's good right now and then go get your money elsewhere, bro. Oh, you sound like Dan Quinn. He said that at
1: camp at one point where he was like, you know, I know where my feet are at and, uh, and yeah, I love it.
0: it. Yeah, basically. Um, Drummer Cam dropped a dime in the Super Chat. Appreciate you. He says the defense has carried the slow starts of the offense through the first half. I don't think we start slow very much. I want to call a timeout.
1: I want to call a timeout because here's what we're not going to do. Here's what we're not allowed to do. We're not allowed to take things that were true at one point and make them true later. The Dallas Cowboys, I haven't checked it this week, but going into this week's game, the Cowboys had scored the most first quarter points in the entire NFL. So the they start slow thing is not true. So we don't get to say it. You don't get to just keep saying things that were true once upon a time. It's not allowed. It has to be true today or we're not allowed to say it. Bones can go try to be a head coach. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm with that. that Bones can go. So, I mean, we may have started slow last week because of like mistakes and mental errors or whatever. But we've been we've been pretty hot um, uh, lately. Um, but to finish your um your, uh point though, they shut down the run and kept us within two scores. Shout out to AB for improvement. I, I I do think that's the thing though, to where if we do need the defense to carry us, sometimes I do think we have a defense to where if we do start slow, they'll keep us in the fight until we can get our um get our bearings back, get out of that mental fog that Dak talked about. And then we start busting ass in the second and third quarter. Landlord came back, draw five. And said shout out to Jeff for pronouncing gangsters uh instead of gangsters, um gangsters. because because it is a difference there is a difference landlord appreciate you sir um, gangsters wear suits fair enough Um, you want to get to this one last thing before we wrap this thing up brother Jeff I want to oh. talk about some of our free agent guys right oh no
1: okay so I was just, I'm just going to tell you I'm just going to throw this out here I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm just saying
0: mm-hmm.
1: also to everybody that's here uh, I am currently live on Twitch Facebook and YouTube and if you follow and subscribe on all of those platforms I sure would appreciate it because you know Your boy can be fired any moment. Um, And I need you to be nowhere to find me. And you can find me all those places. Now, what I was going to tell you is like the Terrence Steele thing you're talking about. I'm not like Lyle Collins is playing when he comes back. Yeah. Tank Lawrence is playing. He's going to help when he comes back. But when you get to the offseason and you start asking yourself, what does my coaching staff slash front office think of some of my players who make a lot of money? Don't be stunned if they would like. Randy Gregory, to have either Tank or Lyle's money. Don't be stunned, especially if the suspension for Collins gets his guarantees voided. Mm -hmm. Don't be stunned if they'd rather have some draft capital and let Terrence Steele play than have Lyle Collins. And I'm not a big fan of just getting rid of good players. I'm just throwing out things that I believe will be
0: possible when we get there. I'm more so a fan of um, keep you guys. You know what I'm saying? I think just you know, you y'all, you know, you may not like D Law, you may not like the money that he's making, but if you neglect his money, he's a good football player. I love D Law. Yeah. Leo Collins is actually for cheap, which is which pisses me off more that the Cowboy fans hating on that. That Laramie Tones will make 22 million dollars a year, and Leo Collins and Tyron Smith together make like 21 or something like that. So y'all should like chill. <laughs> like we're getting very good tackle play for very, very low money. So um I don't, I don't, if, if anybody, you know, is moved on from, it's, not probably going to be, uh, it'll probably be D-Law in I wouldn't want it to be D-Law because I does. I, and
1: they'd I, have to eat a ton of money. They would have I, to eat a ton of money to do it, but it would save them like eight or nine million. And then a year later, you don't have to pay 27 million that would be on the book. So like, it's the sort of things that people do when they're trying to find money in the couch cushions to keep somebody around sure. is find somebody to save them some money that saves them a ton later.
0: So that's guys that are on the books that you're possibly talking about moving on from. Let me ask you about these guys. Let me ask you about the one-year deal mercenaries that we got. Um, I don't foresee... So, like, Basham is like a two-year guy, right? Basham's going to be... Uh,
1: I think Neil is a two-year guy. Basham it's, might be. I'll check.
0: I'm asking about the 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 curses, the hookers, the... KZs and you know Urbans. I'm I'm talking about those guys. Like and look, somebody asked me your vach I haven't heard nothing from brent Urban. Good. I mean he's doing his job. I mean he's he's letting people run free or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about of those guys that won't be here next year. Possibly. Uh, we've already talked about moving on from Michael Gallup, Carlos Watkins. If you want to, whatever. You know what I'm saying? What? which one of those one year guys um, do you think have earned the opportunity to uh, come back? Cause you know, we don't want to draft safety. We just Cowboys never draft safety. And cool. I like what, what KZ's done. So um, yeah, I think again. that's
1: the, inter- the interesting thing to me is that the answer for like, which one year guy do you want back is literally every single safety, which we're not used to. We're used to every guy they sign in the secondary or really every guy that they sign on the cheap period sucks. That's what we're used to. Yeah. And this year, they signed Jaron Ron Kearse, who is balling. They signed Demonte KZ, who's playing well as your free safety. They signed Malik Hooker, who's playing more and more snaps now and playing well. Yeah. So maybe it comes down to, here's probably the best thing about one-year deals. And look, you'd rather have good players than draft picks. Players are more important. But when you get to the end of the year, if one or two of them want to stick around because they like what you got going, they like the vibe, and it's going to be affordable, then you can do that. If literally all three of them walk, I think all three of them are playing well enough that you're going to end up with three draft picks, and then I'll package all three of those and trade for a safety. Like you're going to be in a good spot. Yeah. Um, I think either KZ or Hooker at the right dollar amount, because you're looking for a free, right? Like Curse is important, but I also got, I can find box dudes. I'd love to keep two of them one of Hooker and KZ to play free, and J. Ron Curse. I'd love to keep two of them.
0: KZ is 28 years old. Is that? Does that do anything for you in terms of just holding on to him? um Malik hooker's twenty five which is hilarious because I feel like he's I feel like we've been talking to him for years, but he's only 25 years. like like these aren't old dudes like like this ain't like the whole Robert Quinn situation where we brought some dude in and we just don't see a future with him like these are young cheap players that we got for what that we got cheap for whatever circumstances that we got him cheap for um but yeah, Achilles Achilles backup,
1: that's how you got him cheap like curse couldn't get on the field because he was behind Harrison Smith his whole career
0: sure. J. Ron Curse, twenty seven years old. You know what I mean. So I think I think it's something to that. You know, if you the um uh, if if you the Cowboys and you ain't really trying to draft like that, you know, if you just want to keep drafting, you know, trench guys and you know linebackers, you know those important positions, you don't re- you don't want to draft box safety and free safety. I don't mind bringing back KZ and you know you know uh, Curse for cheap. I don't mind that. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Bring see? them on. 100%. Um let me wrap up these last few supers and I'm gonna let Jeff go eat pizza and I don't know why for uh, I'm actually
1: going to be eating my um it's in a bowl here. This is the uh what do you call it? It's a sheet pan dinner that I made with um um andouille sausage, asparagus, uh red potatoes, carrots, stuff like
0: that. I don't like how that sounds. I don't know how it sounds. No,
1: but I'm trying to get my sexy back. I've been adding some weight. I quit dipping 3 weeks ago, so I'm eating everything. So I figured I got to stop eating everything cuz I'm getting fat.
0: Pray for you. A Poe Man's Closet dropped the f- – and it's, it's spelled just like that. A Poe Man's Closet dropped five. And Super Chat says, is Dorrance around next year? Uh, One, two,
1: three. Is this his fourth year or his third year?
0: And, and, and look, this is bullshit. is like 24. Doran's a young dude too. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I, I don't know.
1: Dorrance
0: is
1: uh, – he has – this is his last year. He will be a free agent.
0: Mm. So That's, that's the really- sort of
1: player that normally is out of there.
0: So you really want Chauncey to really step up and, and mm-hmm. uh, got for you. All right, cool, brother Jeff. You have anything else before we uh before we get up out of here?
1: Uh, to everybody on every platform, uh, that's Voch Lombardi, a V-O- good friend.
0: V V O C H L O N B A R D I to all the thousand people watching on Facebook. I ain't got Facebook, but y'all come to YouTube and say what's up. I really do appreciate. it. We're trying to get to hundred thousand subs in three years. I don't know how we're gonna do it. but We're gonna try to figure it out. I love y'all. I appreciate it.
1: I'm trying to get to 22,000 subs. Um, but I'm also trying to get the Facebook numbers up. So I need you to follow Jeff Cabin on Facebook. On Twitch, I'm looking for your subs because I love you. Uh, on YouTube, hit the join button, which is in my descriptions of the videos. If you want to, get you a little emoji action and an invite to the private Discord server for members. Damn. Uh, Damn. Yeah, that's just the shit I got going on. That's the shit I got going on. But outside of that, I think the only thing I would say is... Um, Uh, The uh, posky osky woskies and the piskey weeskies, yeah. Um, and shit like that, man.
0: Yeah, hold it down, hold it down. Um, don't buy drugs from Mike Fisher and um be nice to people you have no clue what they're going through don't be an asshole you know what i'm saying you know you you saying something nice to somebody might be the thing to keep them going you know what i'm saying to keep them from doing something you know what i'm saying they ain't got no business doing so you know just try to hold everybody down the world be a better place in that way now i'm talking about it's vash lombardi that's jeff kavanaugh this shit is cast. jeff i mean we doing this every week hell yeah we're gonna do this every week we're this shit every week all right, you yeah, All
1: we're, be- we're back <laughs>
0: peace